Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode number 62 of HearthCast, recorded for you, and you, and you, and you, on March 5th, 2011. We're casual players, we talk about WoW, we talk about life, and we talk about all points in between. Our show is filled with tips, tricks, and fun tidbits. All of which we hope lend themselves to you as a player in the world of Warcraft. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to recruit your friends to WoW. Or your enemies. That's right. We've also got Roots Auction House tip, like always, and Zygrigan update. HearthCast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind, and we simply couldn't do it without our fine sponsors. HearthCast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zygor Guides. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zygor Guides this year from HearthCast. That's us. You just keep on listening, and uh, we'll let you know how to do that. SysDom.com, global system and networking monitoring. Uh, you just mentioned HearthCast. You'll get 25% off your first order. CataclysmWildGuide.com forward slash HearthCast. You can get your Zygor Guide there. And if you get it there, you get a free Guru Killer Gold Guide as a bonus. And of course, WowStringer.com. It's a World of Warcraft social network you can get paid to be on without violating Blizzard's terms of services. Want to give a shout out to our guildmates in Alf and Praetorian Guards and Whisperwind, our friends and fans on our Facebook page, and our followers on Twitter. So hey, Freckleface, what's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? What's going on with me? I have found out that Baird and Hold makes my house messy. What is Baird and Hold? Okay, Baird and Hold works like Wintergrass did, like Vault of Archivon did. VOA. In North in Northrend. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's a raid that you can only do when your faction controls Tolbarad. So, it's a timing thing. Like, let's say it's Monday, and I'm thinking, okay, I want to get this done today, because it's the last day before it resets. Okay. Right? If normally what I would do is I'd get home, cook, do the dishes, do everything I needed to do, and then log on. You know, let's say it's between 9 and 10, right? Between 9 and 10 p.m. Right. And I get on, and it's five minutes to the battle. Dun, 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 dun. And... Then we fight the battle, and then we lose. Oh. So we don't get to the raid. So I don't oh. get done that night. Oh. So for, there was a few days I was getting home and logging on just to, quote, check and see if we controlled Tolbrad, and then I would, quote, hop back off. Why, why, what's with the quotes? I don't understand the quotes. Because that wasn't working. What was happening? I'd get on and then stay on. Oh. Yeah. So then, you, so your house is... Suffering. My house is suffering. It was. Um, yeah. I was letting stuff pile up for about, I had like three days worth of dishes. Yikes. I know. Yeah. I know it's terrible. Wow. But it's just one of those things where I just kind of went through this short period where I was where I was obsessed with doing Baird and Hold and like doing all the Tolbrad stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of 
snapped and went like, you know, I need to take a step back from this because you everything's know, a mess. I'm not getting stuff done. We have an episode that deals with this. You should go back and listen to it. I should. I should go back and listen to myself talk. Yeah. <laughs> if dishes are piling up in your kitchen for more than three days, you might be addicted to the world of Warcraft. <laughs> no, but that's all right. I mean, you know... It's it's okay to, to to get into it, you know, as long as you take care of, of yeah, your own. It's it's just one of those things where, you know, you want to do a daily heroic. I mean, you can do that anytime. You can log on. You can do it. Right. You can do any other raid at any other point in time. This is just one of those specific things that you can only do when your faction controls it. And it's very much just a timing issue uh, because, A, you have to be controlling it. B, you have to have enough time because if you get on and the battle's in 30 minutes, it's not going to work. Is the battle the same time all the time, or is the timing of it? No. I guess it depends on when the battle, pre- previous battle exactly. ends. Exactly, exactly. So it's not like you can go, okay, it's either going to be 3 o'clock or 5 o'clock right. now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And it's hard to tell without logging on. I wish there was some sort of site that kept track of it for all the realms that you could just look and see. Hmm. I, wish, I don't know if they have it or not. Hmm. That'd be something fun to try to do. Yeah, I mean, it would be similar to... Um, you know, the WoW realm, stat, realm status page they have yeah. where they just tell you up and on and you can have a... A Tol Barad status page? Yeah. By realm? Yeah. And faction? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That'd be cool. What's going on with you? This has been one of those weeks where um, I played a whole lot, like last Saturday, and uh-huh. on Sunday I played something, I played a whole bunch on Monday. Uh-huh. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those weeks. Yeah. You just, once Monday came and went, it was done, and I haven't had time to slow down. Mm. So, uh, although I did play a bunch on Monday, because I was actually home on Monday. So, you know, you know, I work from home, but that doesn't mean I was playing all day. I was not playing all day on Monday. But what I was doing is, like, instead of having that long commute to and from, I was like, hey, uh-huh. I, instead of commuting this 45 minutes, I can just play well. Hey, there you go. So I played well, and then... Mm-hmm. At lunch, instead of, you know, driving around for lunch, I played well. Ah. So I got some, you know, I got like, like you know, two and a half, three hour, hour, extra hours of wild time. Ah. I see. Yeah, and then kind of, you know, at night, since I'd already got into it at, you know, 5 o'clock, 5.31 was when I logged in, of course. Um, I was able to just keep on going, so. But, you know what, you know, it's cool because there'll be some information for the uh, Zygergen update coming up later on in the show. All right. Excited about that. We uh, moved our uh, web server. Yes, we did. That was uh, long overdue. You can say it. You're it not, was. You're not in your it head. It was. You said that was your, that was your goal for 2010. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> three months into it. Yeah, I'm only a little late. But, you know, That's that fine. that means our, our email is now working much better. It's working, but do we have the old messages? That's uh, what I'm kind of sad not, about. Um, we do. I do have them. I just have okay. to figure out how to get them out of the... Because it's a different mail system. Uh-huh. So they're sitting in an old mail queue, MTA. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Okay. So you guys send us your questions, your comments, our mailbox is empty. We you want... Somebody needs to be the first person... To pop that email. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Pop the question. What do you think? First person to pop the question in our email. Yeah. That sounds like they're going to propose. They might. We don't want anybody proposing. We don't? No, we don't. Oh. And last I checked, um, yeah, phones are still kind of wonky. Oh. Yeah. I don't like wonkiness. I don't like wonkiness either. 
but there's some uh, IRL stuff going on with uh, with my buddy over there. So we don't really have any uh, voicemail or uh, email questions to talk about this week. <laughs> We have anything from Facebook? We do have a lot of stuff going on on Facebook, and I talked to a guy on Twitter. You did? I did Who'd because you talk now it's well, um, yeah. I don't have his information in front of me. I knew you were going to ask that. And I, see, here's the thing: I, I got a new phone, uh-huh. and I, I talked about it a little bit on my Facebook page. And um, I have the Droid X now, Ooh. and so it's got like you know cool stuff like Twitter and Facebook and all that. Your other phone had Twitter. You just didn't use Barely. it. Barely. It was just a, it was a klutzy client. Okay. I didn't it like was, it. It didn't work well. Um, this one is much nicer. It actually works mm. really. It's a Twitter client. So, got on there. I was like, hey, let me get this thing installed. Get it on there. And um, like I had mentioned that our last couple episodes had uh, some sound issues. So, I was like, ah, cool. Well, let me go. And so, I spent some time today on the soundboard getting it uh, tweaked out. So, I appreciate that from him. That was cool. And yeah, Facebook's, you know, we're up there now of uh, what we got, uh, like what, 437 people now have that's liked crazy. us. So we'd like, you know, that's getting there, it's climbing. We need more, we like more. And uh, our buddy uh, Cold from uh, Cold's Gold Factory. Yeah, from Cold's Gold Factory. And Auction House Junkies podcast. Yeah, he can give us a little post over there. And said that they had actually given them a, a little shout out on his blog. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, he, we are now CGF approved, which is funny. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I want to put that. We're gonna make a little logo that says CGF approved. That's coldgoldfactory.blogspot.com, and uh, I like them. I really like. They're up to episode number four now over there, and I enjoy that podcast. It's very, I don't know, it's just it's fun. It's like a couple guys, you know, sitting in the basement. That is, that's how I envision it, like. You ever see that '70s show? Yeah. Okay. I'm, here's a TV reference that I, I rarely make. You know. Uh, okay. You know how the kids like hung out in the basement of the parents? yeah. That's how I envision these guys like hanging out on a green sofa in their parents' basement, <laughs> or, or, or <laughs> really? just a basement, not necessarily their parents' basement. But I don't a basement. get that vibe myself, but that's what I do. You don't get it? No. No. <laughs> that's how I say it. It's even like hanging out and you know cracking open a bud and just talking about, you know. Wow, and trading gold and stuff like that. Budding podcasting doesn't mix. What doesn't? Bud. Oh, you mean beer? Yes. Yeah, you gotta be careful how you say that. Why? Because some people interpret bud as marijuana. You're the one that said it. Oh, did I? Well, well no, no. When you crack open a oh, bud, okay. it's interpreted as being beer. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to crack open marijuana. No, you wouldn't. No. I don't, I don't know. So, got me on that one. I'm green on that. But it looks like you got a lot of uh, interesting spam this week, huh? Oh, yeah. Luckily, it went straight in my junk mail folder. I just thought it was funny how they've gone, of all the tactics they've gone from saying, hey, we're sorry your account got hacked. Here's 50,000 gold. All I have to do is just log in. <laughs> it just amused me. So they're trading tact or changing tactics now. Instead of saying that your account is hacked, they're saying we're sorry that it got hacked. We're going to give you gold to make up for right. it. As if Blizzard would do that. Oh yeah. 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 They're making too much money on their, on all the gold farmers. They're not going to give you gold. Oh no, they're not going to give you gold. Controversial, thought provoking, game changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. 
So, talking about recruiting people to, to the World of Warcraft, like how to get your friends and anybody really into the game. Right. Hey, I like that. I like that. I, you know, that I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I do, I do it all the time. So, I'm going to hear your your ways, how you think. My ways? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, one thing is to talk about WoW and conversations around them. But in a positive manner. In I a would... positive manner. Um, because this was done to me a lot back when Cannon Face and Sniper were playing. When I was not, whenever the three of us would get together, they would start talking about WoW. And you were like third wheel. Yes. So they third wheeled you out. Yes. But honestly, that was like one of the things that kind of motivated me to play them in the first place was always getting left out of conversations. So, my point is, if you have a friend that plays WoW and you're trying to get somebody else to play with you, right. just start talking talk about WoW. Talk about WoW. Just talk about WoW. I like that. You know, and just make them act like, you know what, you can play, you can be part of this conversation too, if only you played WoW. But if you played WoW. Understood what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, another way is set them up with a free trial. That always works. Yeah. Yeah. Make it so that it does not cost them anything, and you just like, hey, you know, just try it out. Um, you can do the recruit a friend, you know, and maybe if they actually stay and buy a couple months, you know, you get a mount, right? And you get all that crazy leveling bonuses together. True that. Mm-hmm. True that. But then that give you the incentive to make sure that they're happy so you get them out? Yes. Yeah. Another thing you can do is give them a wild time gift card. Oh, that's cool. I've seen them all kinds of places. I've seen them at Best Buy... And I've seen them at 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven? Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, like, let's say their birthday's coming up or it's Christmas. Um, just spend 30 bucks, just buy them a WoW gift card. Get what if they don't have the game yet? Get them the game, too. Or get them, like, the, the download, make them, I don't know, make them buy the game themselves. Whatever. Because that's, that's like, you know, if someone gave me a gift card to a game that I don't own, uh huh. that's almost like you're forcing me to go buy that game. Uh-huh. I don't want to go buy a game. Well, maybe that strategy won't work all the time. All right. But I'm sure it works sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, another thing you do is find out what they like in video games. Like, let's say they like the shooting part. Then they'd be a hunter. Yeah. Right. Or let's say they like um, the role-playing aspect of it. Then they'd go into those role-playing servers. Well, not... Well, I mean, role-playing is in... Building up your character as opposed oh, okay. as gotcha. opposed to combat, yeah. yeah. Um, just find out what they've played, what they liked about what they played, and try to see if there's a connection between that and WoW. And then you can always tell them about those erotic role playing servers. I don't know about that. You don't? No. Oh, yeah. What servers are that? Something moon something or other. Are you sure it's not I, a hoax? No. I don't no. <clears throat> Anyhow, <laughs> continue, please. Okay. Another thing you do is have a awkward. <laughs> Another thing you do is have a, a land party. Do you still call them land parties? Yeah, you can still call them land parties. Okay. So we did that over at your house. Um, we all borrowed our computers and we made characters and we all played together. Yeah, that was fun. We went to a role-playing server. Yeah, we did. What that that does is it allows their first character creation to be in a social setting. Oh, I see what you you're know. saying. So you're saying have a land party at their house when you first give them wow. Right. Or have a, invite them to the land party, whatever. Yeah. Be with them. Right, exactly. So it's a group experience so that you can guide them through yeah. making a character so that you can quest together at the beginning. Yeah, that's what you're you saying. just get them started. Yeah. If they get hooked, and they come back and then go back home and play it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Or you can 
um, help them set it up on their computer. Because um, I know for many people, not you, obviously, that can be it's kind of a challenging not really knowing how to set something up or just kind of being daunted by it. I can see that. Yeah. 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 So if you think someone might be interested, but they just don't have the motivation to go through the effort to set up on the computer, install it, and go through patches and whatnot, you know, maybe go over help them set up on the computer. Okay, so my last one is get them to name their character, right? Right. Um, depending on how you want to go about this, I know when, before I started playing, I was sitting around and they talked about, you know, we always bring up the faces of Azeroth and how many different things you can come up with and end up with face. Like, frowny face, smiley face, happy face, and... I have Oma face. Yeah, Oma face. Oma face? Face. Um... <laughs> And I remember coming up with Freckleface long before I ever played the game. Because well, I was like, well, you know, that's a cute little nickname. And I get used to be called that right. back in the day. Um, so it gave me something to start out as when I did play. True. And it gave me something to think about. You know, have a little attachment. It's like one of those things, you know, once you name it. You want to keep it. You want to keep it. That's right. why you don't name dogs and cats, stray dogs and cats. Don't feed them. Don't name them. Don't name the meat wad. This will break your oh, heart. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Crazy cat. You know, there's nothing on this list that wouldn't work if you're trying to get someone hooked on drugs. How do you think it came with my list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it just dawned on me, like, at about point four, I was like, you know, if I was trying to get someone hooked on drugs, it would be, like, the same thing I would do. <laughs> you know, I talk about how good it is around them. You know, I give them a free trial. You know, I'd recruit them into my thing. You know, I give them a little money. I find out what they like. I'd have a little party. I have them get it set up. I'd have them, you know, name everything. It's exactly it's like all this gateway to get somebody hooked. It's, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Not that I would ever condone that activity. No. Who never would? No. Ever. Ever, ever. I'm too scared to do drugs. Well, that was what I came up with. I'm curious to know what you came up with. Well, you know, some of the things that I do, I didn't really have like a list of things. I just, I was thinking about like how, you know, and ironically, they're not too far from what you had said. Um, one of the things that I that I do is talk about, you know, World of Warcraft. And immediately I try to not, you know, I'm not going to get in there and try to shove it down their face. If they want to play the game, great. If they don't, great. It doesn't really affect me one way or the other. But I'm going to talk about it because it's something that that does interest me. And a lot of times what you find is people have um, incorrect, is it a, I don't know if it's, it's a belief or a stereotype or stigmatism, whatever it is, that they've attached to online gaming. And so they they go, so hey man, what are you doing? I go, well, you know, for fun, I, I play World of Warcraft. Or they'll come into my office. I've got my Stein there. I've got my now. I moved my Mountain Dew bottles. Remember the the Horde and yeah. Alliance oh, yeah. Mountain Dew bottles. Yeah, those are in my office too now. Okay. And so they'll come in. They'll go like, Hey, what is all that? I'm like, That's from the World of Warcraft. And they go, Oh, you play that? They go, Yeah. And they go, Oh. I go, well, What do you What do you know about World of Warcraft? Oh, I don't know. It's just you know, you know, like you know, people who live with their moms in their basements with green couches play that. And so I always get them like to try try to 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 dig in a little bit deeper to that, that thought they have. I'm like, all right, wait a minute, let's look at that stereotype because um, I don't fit it at all. So let's talk about that. And 
he kind of breaks that mold they got. And, he, and then, then they start to go, okay, well, well, why do you play? And I tell them why I play. And they're like, mm-hmm. wow, you don't even know that was in the game. So I try to tell people about the vastness of the world of Warcraft. You know, how huge Azeroth is. You know, how much content there is in the game. How it's an ongoing, developing, evolving storyline. And how you can get immersed in it. And, you know, hey, look, the graphics are cool. And once you start talking about that type of stuff, even if you, like, a lot of times I talk about the technical aspects of the game or the mathematical aspects of the game. It just depends on who I'm talking to. But once you talk about the game outside of the, outside of the nerd rage of the game, you know, outside of that aspect of it, once people disassociate the fact that, or their belief that only geeks and nerds play the game, then they're more approachable because they really feel like, at least the people I've, that I've talked to, um, really have a negative, you know, connotation in the mind about who plays the game. Mm-hmm. So you got to get that down a lot of times first. And then you just talk to them about it. And finally they kind of go, so what do I need to do? You know, they ask that question, what do I need to do? So that, you know, now you got to figure out, okay, okay, you want to play the game. What do you need to do in order to play the game? And so we actually have that conversation, you know, the way your computer handle it, blah, blah, blah. That is like the basic stuff. What everybody wants to know, first of all, is where do I go and what do I do and what's going to kill me and then what happens? So I try to address those, you know, fears, you know, ahead of time that you don't die, you respawn. You know, you die, the world turns black and white, you pop up at a graveyard and you have a little arrow that tells you where your body is and you go back to your body and you, once you get into a proximity of your body, you get a little pop up that says resurrect now, you press it, you're good to go. You you alleviate After those you fears, huh? After you eat. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah. you're back to life. Oh yeah. So I try to alleviate people's fears ahead of time, break their stereotypes, alleviate their fears, and you know I do keep stuff around that kind of breaks the ice to talk about World of Warcraft. So that's my biggest thing, just talking about it, and then you know, like I said, breaking them down, killing their stereotypes, building the game back up from whatever is their you know level, whether it's technical or role playing or graphics or whatever. And then, you know, talking about, you know, a lot of times what I do also is uh, I'll talk about, like, something we did last night or, you know, the last time I was in a raid or something. Or even with, even with again, you know, the experiences that I'm having ra- uh, raising up a hunter. I'll talk about that. And then I talk about how, how fun it is and how different it is and what I'm learning along the way about hunters and the class and what to do and the fact that I forget to feign death half the time and uh, the other day, well, I'll talk about anxiety and I'll wait up, I'll wait up on that one, but I just talked to him, you know? You know, I, I don't know why this didn't occur to me until now, but usually the reason why people say they don't play WoW or something like that, they said, oh, I don't want to get addicted. Right. Um, it was kind of interesting, you know, because ever since we had that episode about how to talk to your friends about WoW, um, I've been trying to be a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. about it and we had a you know a little meeting at work and they said you know go around and say your name and say something about yourself and I was like hesitating I was like whatever okay yeah I'll play World of Warcraft and I have a podcast about it and I still got the reaction I expected which is the kind of wide-eyed that's nice look <laughs> <laughs> Um, but just today, um, one of my coworkers were walking and she's like, oh, you know, I didn't know you had podcasts. That's so cool. And we, we were talking about, wow. 
And it was just funny because she said, well, I heard you have to do a lot of grinding and I don't, I don't want to do a lot of grinding. You know, I was going, well, no, because they just had an expansion and they've redone everything. So everything is really nice and new, but she's, she's pretty young and she's still going to school. And so she's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up my schoolwork, you know? And I had to concede that. I was like, you know, when I started, I was already out of school. I don't, I don't know that I could have balance them very well myself one of the things that i tell people because you, know, you fight that all the time people go, i don't want to play that because i'm going to get addicted mm-hmm. and you go look there, there are there's two types and i break it down and, and if i'm wrong please let me know on facebook but i believe there are two types there are people who play the game and there are people who the game plays you know what i mean okay so you're one of two you're either gonna you either the person who's controlling the aspect or you're being controlled by the game one of the mm-hmm. two there's nothing. I mean, and I'm going to stick on my my point blank on those two. And you, do you think you can flop back and forth between the two? Because I think that's a high dude, to be honest. I think you can. I, I'll, I'll concede that. I think you can go through stages mm-hmm. and for a while just get really involved in it, and it mm-hmm. controls you, and then you kind of go whoa, and you get snapped out of it. And you go, you know what? I, got, I need to take a break. I need to walk away for a little bit, or I need to cut back. You put your parental controls on mm-hmm. for a while. You I mean there's a lot of stuff to help you not be, you know, get caught up in it. And I remember when um, when the, the CEO of the company I'm working at, you know, when I disclosed the fact to him that, yeah, I do have a podcast and I do play World of Warcraft, he was quite concerned about the amount of time. You know, how much time are you spending playing this game? How much mm-hmm. time are you spending preparing this podcast? How much time? And so let him know, look, I'm a casual player. And turns out he had played World of Warcraft up until about level 70, you know, in vanilla, I guess. Mm-hmm. And had, uh, or I guess Burning Crusade. Yeah. And he had uh, he had spent quite a lot of time playing. So his version of how much time went into the game is kind of skewed to how okay, much time he put in the game. He was assuming everyone else plays. Right. Like and I'm him. like, no, I get people who, who bug me to come back in and play because I haven't played in such a long time. And I'm true. just opposite. And so that, you know, that alleviated. But I tell people that all the time when they come up, they go, how much, you know, I don't have time to play that. Like, really, you know. If I spend four hours a week playing, that's that's pretty good for me. That's true. I think the thing is though, when you start, and I don't I don't want to speak for everybody, but there's always a risk that at least for the first couple of days before you get adjusted to it, when everything is so new, you have the risk of just basically losing a day or two just because you're like, Oh, this is so great. And if you're not in a point where your life where you can afford to lose a day or two it's not a good time to start. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that because I was the same way when I got back on Zyger again. When yeah. I started that up, I like the first couple of days, you know, you're leveling, everything is new, you're in the starting area, and before you know it, the day is gone. Mm-hmm. But you're like, but you, and all you want to do is talk about it. You get away from the computer and you're like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And so we, um, you know, as, as people know on, on Facebook right now, um, my son is just about ready to start playing the game. Mm-hmm. And we are approaching it, my, my wife and I are approaching it from a standpoint of, we know he wants to play, we know he's eager to play, but is he ready to play? You know, can he, can he handle it? You know, can he handle that, what, you know, the amount of time that it's actually going to take? Is it going to take him over? You know, you know all the well, stuff we've been talking about just now. Are you going to put parental controls on it? No. You not at first. Able, you wouldn't be able to do it himself? Yes. Um, okay. We have, and uh, 
you know, the way that, that I control my network and anything else here in the house is it's in a public place. Mm-hmm. The computer is in the living room. So we have no restrictions on the network. It's a restriction on what he does, you know, and it's both the kids. You know, I trust him enough, which might, you know, some people may say he's naive, but I'm all right with it. So that and I have log files from the routers and I let him know that I have log files from the routers and I read them meticulously. It's what I do as a systems administrator. Mm -hmm. I like log files. And he knows this. So if he's on at 2.30 in the morning, you're going to know Sometimes, it. and he does. Yeah, I know he is. I'm like, hey, so you're on Google Buzz at uh, 3 a.m. Shall we talk about that? <laughs> he's like, oh, um, somebody messaged me. I only got about a, about maybe two years, and he's going to be bigger than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's already bigger than you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. But yeah, I mean, and we're at the point now, I mean, he was asking me today, um, and by the way, I'm sorry, he doesn't want to roll a um, goblin. Why not? He has been on Wow Wiki, he's been on Wiki, all these different little mm. resources, and he has decided that he wants a, um, a dwarf hunter, just like BRK. Did you tell him about the hot rod? I did not tell him about the hot rod. That he, might mean... He doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to be whored right now. And the reason I, he doesn't want to be whored mm-hmm. is because you and I talk about Alliance a lot on this podcast. Oh, I still think, well, I guess it's I guess it's hard at, when you first start. I think everyone needs to start a goblin just to play until about level 10. Just for the experience. You don't have to level it all the way up. I mean, that's a death punch shaman. I leveled about level 8. It's still there. Yeah. Just to like run around with my hot rod and like run <laughs> over people and have them scream at me. It was awesome. It was invigorating. It was exhilarating. Should I be frightened? I'm a little bit. bit. (laughs) I am a little bit frightened. You're absolutely right. I'm a little bit frightened about this. It also makes this really cool sound effect you run over people. It's like a little... Ew. (laughs) They don't die. They just like jump back and they're like, like, you jerk. Jerk, what are you doing? So, you know, it's different with him because... He's ready to place. You don't have to recruit him. You just have to be kind of like, oh, time out. Let's walk through it. I don't want you just jumping in this thing and going Yeah, crazy. you need you need a plan on how he's going to Yeah, which is different. Cause like, you know, it's it's almost like parenting into WoW. You know, WoW Parenting 101. <laughs> on next week's HearthCast. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's cool. But like another guy like I, I was dealing with, um, he was going through some just overworked. He was really overworked. In what he was doing, spending literally all his time where he works for himself and he was spending all his time working. He was literally getting burned out. He had just come off of a, um, a a relationship breakup. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, you should play well. Cause he, he had played it before he had left the game and he started to get back into it. He got hooked up with the trial and then when it came time, I went ahead and I got him some game time. And so he's he's actually, um, that was uh, my buddy who was going to be leveling Hunter. Our, our little experiment with him kind of fell through. Oh, right. Because I don't know where he is or if he has, how he's done with his leveling. I so we haven't really compared notes. I think notes. he's up there, though. So we'll be, yeah, we'll be, but you know, that was one of the scenes where it's like, hey, you know, he was another real easy, I don't want to say I'm going out and actively recruiting people to play WoW, because... 
I'm not. And uh, every time I do, you know, this is the biggest mistake I make. Every time I bring somebody into WoW, I forget about the refer a friend. Oh, man. Every time. Every time. So this time, I'm thinking, I'll use refer a friend on my son. But now I'm thinking, I'd have to level another character. <laughs> you know, which I'd probably do have anyhow. To. Well, I mean, the point is you get a free month, though, isn't that... Yeah, and that's worth it, too. Part of it, yeah. Plus, you get the rocket mount. Yeah, I really want the rocket mount. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I was telling you, that you could use Refer a Friend with him, and then you would get them out, because you like, you know, you have a bigger collection of mounts, and... I do. And that's what I was saying, you could go ahead and do that, and you could... Because you're on more, too. <laughs> that's the other thing I was thinking. So, no, I was just thinking that maybe you could actually, you know, benefit more, you know, from... And, and so could he, and I... I almost sound like I'm a bad parent, you know? Oh, man, I'm feeling I'm feeling guilty all of a sudden. You got, No, you guys need to make, like, a father-son date to play WoW. You think we could, it's like WoW bonding? Yes. Why not? You can get on Vent and talk to Vent. He's right across in the other room. Yeah, but... I'm on a laptop. I can take it beside his computer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Come on. I used to hate the idea of talking to Vent and someone in the same house. and I've, I've gotten over that. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd re- I just put my computer next to his. Oh, true. Yeah, that way he wouldn't because when because he, he did try before he had an account before uh-huh. you remember, and he was leveling a um, a druid before, and he at that point in time just didn't deal with the responsibility of like pulling a mob and having a mob attack or you know him dying and. I didn't deal well with it either, so that's half on me too. Mm-hmm. But um, now, I mean, he, he's he, he's read enough about hunters, about the survivability ability of hunters, and how you know if someone's coming, they can feign death, and they have a you know, good chance they're gonna survive that. Well, that that's good that he's reading up on it. Oh, he reads like crazy. Yeah. He reads like he tells me stuff that that I can do with my characters. He comes in and goes, "Dad, did you know you can?" And I'm like. No. So you need to help. You need to get him to help you up your your killer deeps. My killer deeps. I'm not worried about my killer deeps right now. You talking about on 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 my warlock or on on my hunter? Oh, whatever. Oh yeah. Well, he would definitely tweak it out. He he. If he gets into the game, mm-hmm. he will be a theory crafter. I can guarantee it. That kid does numbers like nobody's business. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. So, yeah, we'll see how that progresses. We'll keep everybody updated on, on Facebook with that because that's, that's fun. We're, we're, we're baby-stepping it right now, kind of on purpose for the for benefit of the show, for benefit of Facebook, and um, for benefits of of the parents here in our household, <laughs> myself and my wife included. That's all the parents, really. <laughs> you know how it goes. So, hey, if there are different ways that you recruit a friend or if you have a story, a funny story about how you recruited a friend, um, let us know on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Or email uh, us. Or email us, because the email box has been empty and Freckleface is sad. Mm-hmm. Cry, cry. QQ. QQ. Oh, I have a story about QQ. I'm going to tell that story, and then we'll get into the Zygergen update. Okay. At work, there's this guy who's like super secret. He's like super secret. What does that mean? It means he's got like top... He's secretive? You no, know, he's got like the clearance he has is like super secret. Oh. Yeah. Super secret. But he's into DDO, Dungeons and Dragons Online. Mm. And he's kind of gotten away from that and gotten into Rift, which a lot of people can get into. And it looks pretty cool. But not that I am a, uh, I'm not like, you know, 
hardcore. I'm never leaving World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is the best game ever. But I just like, you know what? I'm into it. I'm invested into it. So I don't want to leave. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I like it. If, if there a day comes that I don't like it, maybe I will. But anyhow, he jumped from DDO um, over to Rift. And now he's all about Rift. Now, apparently, they're just trying to figure Rift out and all this other kind of stuff and figure the classes out and the classes overpowered, classes are getting tweened, classes are getting nude, whatever. Nerfed, I meant. Not tweened. I meant nerfed and buffed. I said tweened and nuked. <laughs> Anyhow, he comes in my office the other day. He's like, I've been reading these forums. I'm like, yeah, cool. The forums are good. Because he, he knows about the show and everything else. So I'm obviously the expert in MMOs suddenly. So he comes and he goes, hey, I've been reading the forums. I'm like, yeah, good. Forums are good. He goes, yeah. And I heard this one really cool statement. I'm like, yeah, cool. What was that? And he goes, less QQing, more pew pewing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, funny, cool. He goes, I guess people are mad about Q times. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> I said, no, that's not what that means. Q, Q, Q. Make two Qs, little tears. That means you're crying. He goes, oh. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> but apparently Q times in Rift have been astronomical as well. So, Well, just... you know what? One of them is a cry of outrage. The other one... Is, no. It's a waiting game. <laughs> the first one is a request. The second one is a demand. Okay. First one, you're like asking, can we have less Q time and more Pew Pew? The second one is telling someone, stop crying. Um, okay. I'm saying it makes sense either way. It's just a different connotation. Well, just the, it was a capital Q, capital Q. Less Q. No, you're right. No, he if was. If you spell was, it out. No, he's totally wrong. Yeah, like but, if you, well, you were saying the other night, like, you know, less, don't Q Q about the Q or whatever you said. Yeah. No Q Q Qing. Yeah. Wait, no Q, Q, Qing. There we go. Like, yeah. It's the emphasis. It was very important mm-hmm. in that. Q, Q, Qing. Point Q. is, what he thought it meant could have could meant. make sense. In some kind of jacked up parallel universe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and does he listen to the show? I hope not. Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. Auction House Junkies, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world of Warcraft gold-making podcasts with Colt. Cold's Gold Factory. I made 35k selling nothing but fortune cards all in one night. Wes of Captain Bicata. Why are we, why are we drinking beer again? And Hagor of Cold's Basement. Hagor, why are you talking to us? Find us at auctionhousejunkies.com. I really like those guys. Episode 4 is live! Go listen to it. Auctionhousejunkies.com. One of the things, and I remember I started this the other week that I'm actually tying all the, all my tips into the actual content. Uh-huh. I talk to people about how to make money in the World of Warcraft, or gold, rather. And, you know, I let them know that there is an economy, and you do have to buy things. You can sell things. You know, you 
will have to buy food for your character to eat, and you know, and it's very important, and you will you will more than likely need to buy materials, and so you have this big conversation, and you can see them just going, there's just too much, there's too much, there's too much, and you go, look, they have an auction house, they got vendors, and one of the tactics that I like to use when I am bringing somebody in is I give them one of the easiest ways to actually turn a profit on the auction house. And that is by buying limited quantity items from a vendor and going and put it on the auction house. Eight out of ten times, those will sell. I try to tell people to stay away from, like, um, weapons. A lot of times you'll see vendors will have a weapon or an, an amulet or something like that. You know, and they have, like, one, and it's like, those never sell well for me. You mean, like, actual gear? Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, that doesn't sell well. Um... Well, the only time I ever see that sells when people want to buy it to like disenchant or something. So I tell people, you know, go places that have patterns or, uh, you know, whatever they have that is, you know, is that a limited quantity item, buy that off the vendor, take it over to the auction house, put it up in the auction house. And chances are very high that that limited quantity vendor is in very close proximity to the auction house. And, you know, like uh, over in Iron Forge, we can go and you can get the tuxedo pattern. That still sells like hotcakes. You know, and it's like, it's it's brain dead simple to go do. You run around the corner, pick up all three, you run around the corner. And actually, if you go right next door, you pick up the pattern for the leather ball as well. And run back and put all four in the auction house. You know, you turn a top, so I think you're paying like a little over a gold or two into close to 100 gold. You tell them that, and then they're just like, "Whoa, wait a minute." Well, and then they then they kind of figure out that you know there is an easy way to make money that that you can actually provide for your character, and it's not going to huge time thing. So once you tell them that kind of stuff, and you explain how the auction house works uh, to them, and you get them the um, auctioneer add-on, then you know that helps. That helps out a lot because you spend time explaining that little aspect of the game to them, and then they realize. It's not just about killing monsters. Because believe it or not, a lot of times, this is kind of going back to the original point, the interpretation most people have that are kind of uninitiated, if you will, about World of Warcraft is that it's Dungeons and Dragons. And that's it. That's all they think. They go, oh, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Well, no. (laughs) So, have you ever taught anybody about, like, what the auction house is? No, I haven't. Nobody who's not played the game. Hmm, it's interesting, because then you know, because the, the question is always like, well, you know, you take stuff there, you put it up in the ice house, and other people buy it. Where do you get it? Well, you know, you get it, you you picked it up off the ground, or you picked five things up, and you made them into one, or you picked thing here, 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 you combined it and made it into this, and then you crafted it and you jeweled it and you gemmed it and you put it up in the auction house. Well, what do they do with it? Well, they buy it and then they use it for their characters. Where do they get the gold? You know, it just it keeps on going. It keeps on. It's just you know. And so you get them intrigued. You get them hooked, and they're, and then you know, you show them another uh, another website. You know, you go over here, look at this resource. These guys, these tell you, you know, these guys tell you really in depth on what to do and how if you really want to spend time. Because I do know a couple of people who, I mean, that's what they like about the game is the auction house even more so than I do. And you know, they really, really, really spend a lot of time just trying to get gold capped. But it's cool. So, I found something on YouTube that's really funny. What's that? It's this Scottish skit. Scottish skit. Yes. Series of skits called Adventure Call. Adventure Call. Uh-huh. Right. Where they have a, a host or a guide and 
it's it's like they're playing um, a D and D or one of those text based adventure games, but over the phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. I first watched an episode, but it no episode. I mean, it's like three minutes long. But I was kind of like mulling over it. I was like, that's really funny. Went back and watched it three more times. Wow. <laughs> so what's it called again? Adventure Call. Adventure Call. So go check out Adventure Call on YouTube. And uh, if you like it, let us know on Facebook. If you don't, it's Freckle Face's fault. Right? <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> if you I wasted three and a half minutes, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you know about World of Warcraft has changed forever. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced hardcore player or a complete noob. Everyone has to relearn the game. We decided to level a new character exclusively using the Zynur Guide and provide weekly updates to the Hearthcast listening audience. Let's find out how well Zygor Guides did. This week in the World of Warcraft... So, I'm level 61. Crap. Yeah. And it was really cool because, like, when I got to, um, I guess, like, 57 or so, I ended up, remember I told you, I was like, I was over in Teneris and I was doing this, and then, like, go over here, and I was like, all right, and I was back in Teneris, and I'm like, what am I doing? It was one of those, If I guess if I w- was able to read ahead and go, where am I going? What are they about to have mm-hmm. me do? I would It would be okay, but I don't do that sometimes. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I going over here? So I had a little bit of that confusion, but I end up in Blasted Lands. And I'm like, oh, I know what's coming next. The big old portal. Mm-hmm. The dark portal's mm-hmm. coming. And I was absolutely hooked that night. Really? That's This is Monday night. I didn't want to not play. I'm like, I know what's coming. So whatever. And it like loaded me up with all these different quests. I mean, it was trying to get me through... Uh, was it uh, Blasted Lands so fast to get me into the Dark Portal? I was just, I was ready to go. I wanted it because I remember when I first went over there, how fast I replaced my gear. Oh, yeah, and that was nice. Yeah, the upgrades you started getting doing that. I'm like, I'm ready to go, let's go now. And it was, you know, go kill 12 of these, go do this. I'm like, bring it. And the other thing I remember when I was doing all this is. When I leveled up as as my warlock through there, I needed some help. You know, I needed yeah. another. Pr- yeah, I don't need a help with my hunter. Yeah. No. Op. I think so. <laughs> but um, either that or I'm just you know maybe like a half level too high for that zone. I don't know. But I got through all that, and I got my orders to go through the dark portal, uh-huh. and I went through the dark portal. Dun 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 dun. dun. I'm like, yay, and I'm doing, I'm going, and you know, one of the things that's, that struck me is, um, I guess is going through the dark, dark portal, and that's really, really kind of started in, about to introduce flying mounts, if you remember back in the day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And now going through it, there are some initial quests that you do that are on a flying mount that were trying to get you used to the aspects of flying. Like the initial bombing quest and some other things. Oh, right. And I was like going, okay... Just let me fly and bomb. Let me do this, you know, because now I'm thinking of how how it works like in Wrath and you know, later on down the roads. And it's like, wow, this is really basic of, okay, but that, you know, I guess that's needed still because if I was a new character coming up, I would still need that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think I am not liking 
about this whole process. Um, oh, I remember what it was. When I got over to Blasted Land, um, yeah, yeah, Blasted Lands, the Zygra guys had me go to uh, Darnassus, and there's a portal in Darnassus to the Blasted Lands. Right, in all the capital cities. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. all right, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, oh, cool, I'm going to Blasted well, I can't get back. And so now I go from my flight point, and I'm not connected to anybody over there. Oh, no. And I'm like, how do I go train? Wait, you can go back through the portal. I couldn't find a portal to go back through. Where to put you? To put me in the Blasted Lands. Tell me to go run up to that little place. Oh, right. There ain't no portal. I didn't find a portal. I looked for a portal. I didn't find a portal. Well, they port you out um, a little a little bit to the north of the portal. No, you maybe have to I just run didn't a little know bit. Yeah, I couldn't find it because I was it. mad. <laughs> I was like, but then I was like, you know what? No problem. Because then I'll once I got into the to the dark portal, I figured, you know what? I know or or into Outlands. I'm sorry. Then I figured, you know what? I'll have access to because um, I remember then you got like three flight points out out of the bat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll fly to Shatrath. So I fly over there. Either there's something missing. Maybe I ain't done a quest or something over there. But the portals aren't open yet. No, they removed the portals, remember? <gasps> to go That was in the the patch. Jerks. Right? I'm mad at them now. <laughs> We've talked about that. Then portals not being there. Yeah, remember I know. they took them out a dollar and they also took them out of the I thought they took them out a dollar. I didn't think oh, they took them out of there. <sighs> Otherwise so people mad. would just set their hearth and trance. That, that makes me mad. <laughs> cuz I'm like cuz I flew all the way over there. Um, and I'm like, "I'm going to go train." Yay. I'm like, "What happened? They're not here." <laughs> Did you do that quest where you follow that guy around? Follow a guy around? Yeah. You get a tour of the city. Oh, Shat? Yeah. No, I went back to do my my quest in Honor Hold. So, yeah, I'm doing all the stuff in Honor Hold, running around, and it's really cool. I'm really enjoying it because I really had a fun time. That's when I really started playing with you guys Mm -hmm. uh, and getting into into, uh, uh, Burning Crusade and getting into Outlands. That's when I really started with you guys. With you guys, like you and, and Cannon, and, and well, Sniper wasn't playing. I thought you were already 70 when you started playing with this. I think I was 68. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I was close, but okay. I think I was 68. But um, what I also like about it that's, that's kind of fun is last time I did all this, I was on a PvP server. Oh, yeah. And now that's going nice. up through PvE, to... it's like, because there's a lot of ganking in Hellfire. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And so now I'm not having to deal with that. It's kind of like, oh, well. Okay. Still gonna watch out for the Fell Reaver though. He's still there. Yeah, he, I remember that. Like it was one of my first. I'm like running around here, whatever that little noise he makes. I was like, oh no! It struck fear into me, and I'm like, where is he? Where is he? And I found him. Like, okay, I'm good. But I did hit my little. The wargans have this ability. Is like it's like true speed or whatever they call it. You hit the button, you can run really fast. Uh-huh. I guess it's like the like the, was it the rogue that can sprint or whatever? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. So I'm like, oh, and I ran, but. uh <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of cool because um, I was having little flashbacks to when you and I did that area as our our death knights, so that was fun. And uh, so yeah, I guess you know overall, I have no real complaints right now about Zygergen guides rather Zyger guides, other than uh, just the fact that I don't know sometimes what their next plans for me are, mm-hmm. and sometimes that bugs me. But you know, I just I just go and I try to figure out you know where am I going? It's like an adventure. Yeah, Adventure Time. I hate that show. So I don't watch it. <laughs> I'll remember not to. That's that's a negative plug for a show. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, right? 
So, hey, you know what? Um, someone pointed out to me on Facebook that by opening up the phone lines, I was shutting down the rest of the world that did not have access to U.S. phone lines. Ah. And, you know, it's one of those things that I, I did not do that intentionally. And um, I should have thought about that because, you know, this is, you know, the world that I work and live in is a global, you know, world. And so when I actually let, you know, let that down, then, um, you know, I feel, I felt kind of bad. And so um, what I did is, is I went back and I said, um, uh, the guy's name was Gareth, by the way. And he's absolutely right. I should not have, you know, just limited it. And even if it was on intention, I shouldn't have done it. So I have gone back and um, I'm lifting it up. You know, if, they, if somebody wants to email us or post it on Facebook, you know, whatever, just contact us in some way and tell us a wild joke. And the funniest wild joke that we get all month long, whether it be an email or on Facebook, on Twitter, or on Whatever, you know, if you want to stop by the office and go, hey, man, let me tell you a joke. I'm all for it. It's okay. Just got to get by security, you know, and they're tough and armed. But uh, <laughs> but you do that, and I, I'm there. And I'm like, all right, if I laugh, great. If I laugh really hard, great. And, and, and a freckle face laughs even better. So, and then the winner, whoever makes us funny, the funniest joke, um, will throw a Zyger guide their way, too. So, any way you want to communicate with us, communicate with us. We're still keeping with the joke. Yeah, I still stay with the joke. I want to laugh. So, hey, Frequence. Hey, Root. Guess what? What? That about wraps up this episode of Hearthcast. Aw. Episode 62. In a bag. <laughs> so... <laughs> We do want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Hearthcast, just like everybody else did. Everybody on Facebook who contributed, you know, gave me advice for uh, for my son, and I appreciate all that advice. Um, but you can also send any kind of questions you have or comments or any other feedback. Please do so. You can use our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. You can email us at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can continue to try to call the Hearthcast hotline. It's a 407-520-5342. Hopefully we'll have email or voicemail restored on that here pretty soon. Um, you can send us a post on Facebook. It's over at facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. Please like us there. We're starting to get more likes and we kind of like the likes. Or you can tweet us. At hearthcast will go to both of us. At hearthcast root goes to me right on my phone now. And hearth, hearthcast freck goes to uh, Freckleface. And while you're out recruiting your friends to World of Warcraft, make sure you recruit them to HearthCast as well. Yeah. Yeah, and give us a rating on iTunes. And we do want to give a shout-out to Finkelmeister, who gave us um, a nice review on iTunes. What up, Finkelmeister? What up? Uh, we really do appreciate that. It was a really nice review, too. I mean, it was like, what do you title it? Bastion's Originality. I like that. I, I want that on a t-shirt. Right across the back. If we ever make a band, that's going to be our name. That is a good band, band name. Selena went to British. That was weird. That is a good band name. Oh, and don't forget, if you do give us a link from your blog, we will give you a link back. Absolutely. And until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. For HearthGas.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Root and Freckleface next week Shout out to your guildmates Let's have fun
be sure to 